Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. Today we are travelling to the north side, to the grimy, gothic sort of, um, you know, neo-noir suburb Kedron. You might have guessed that Henry and I have recently watched Shane, the Amazon Prime documentary. <laughs> Just trying to squeeze every idea in there, mate. Kedron, uh, Batman and Shane Warne. I'm here with Henry Bretz. This is a show where we unpack Brisbane and uh, a heap of other things in the intro. How are you, Hen? Joe Dwyer, uh, friend, brother, masked vigilante. Mm. Um, I'm well. I'm very well. Had some hiccups since the last time we chatted. We'll get to those that you in have. a moment. And it, we'll it's not the rash. It's not the famous rash that our listeners know and love. This, for a change, is a non-rash-related incident. And the rash, it causes me lots of incidents. Can't eat a sandwich. Um, can't get married in over 25 US states. The rash has uh, had lots of... Change. Change. Lots of consequences, but Absolutely. this is not rash related. So we'll get to that in a moment. We're doing Kedron. Mate, before we kick off, you you mentioned Shane there. We thought heaps, heaps has been said. I don't think it's any secret on this show that we are pretty big cricket fans. So we just yeah. wanted to very quickly just acknowledge what happened on, well, Friday night, early yeah, Saturday Friday morning. Night. I'll, I'll explain where I was a little later on in, in this mm. housekeeping, but... Um, the only thing I want to say about Shane, Henry, is, um, like, obviously, you know, we're self-professed cricket fans. I have a cricket tattoo. Like, it's no secret that we're people who probably would have been interested in the news. But I had the, the first two people to message me straight out of the gate, and, in fact, the person who actually told me, are two people I went on exchange with, and then two of the earliest people to reach out and respond to my own story of warning, basically ask, you know, oh, are you okay? What do you think of it? Would another two guys from exchange leading me to wonder in retrospect, like a sort of slumdog millionaire piecing back the history of my life. What did I do and say in Ireland that convinced people that Shane Warne was like, fuck, you've got to tell Joe more than anyone. Cause I didn't really get any messages from people in Brisbane being like, Joe, have you specifically heard? It's very I odd. Think, I think they thought it was your dad. Based oh, yeah, that's on the way right. you, I did call myself Joe Warne. Uh, and was always tw uh, always trying to bowl a flipper. I think that's the way. Mm. Yes, I think that's the way they viewed it, um, mate. Bloody hell! It was just it's just one of those to quote Kerry O'Keefe, quoting Richard Benno, Richie Benno even. Um, <laughs> Richard Benno. But it's you don't Jonathan use the word Depp. <laughs> Jonathan Depp, but Benjamin Stiller. <laughs> Vincent Vaughan <laughs> um, No, but they No, no But yeah, quite, R R Richie Benno would say You don't use the word tragedy in a cricketing context And Kerry O'Keefe had to say But no, this is a tragedy Yeah, mate, just someone's larger than life You don't really think they're going to they're gonna go And yeah, just, just an absolute mm. Absolute stinker of a bit of news And I'm very excited to one day As I, as you are owed for your 21st present To go and sit in the SK Warren stand And uh, remember so the true. great man So true um, But Henry, you, you were in a unique condition As it were, when you found out that Warney has died Do you want to tell our listeners Why 
you're wearing that dorky little accessory around your neck that some people call a sling and a cast. Yeah, this is well. That's that's basically it. Is that it was Friday night, and Joe, we've touched on the issues with e-scooters on this show before. We've yes. we've defended them and say it's something we love, but you had some issues with it. You you have people going slow in front of you, so you yep. were doing your your yep. beeping. And Sylvia, in fact, I- yeah, yeah. Um, Sylvia broke her hand on an e-scooter lately. And, and that does feel like those events, Henry, are really ramping up to yours. Let me say this, mate. If God didn't want man to crash e-scooters, then why did God also invent the concept of putting a piece of chili into a margarita in, in order to make it spicy? That's all mm. I'll say about the circumstances. But spicy margs, on a hot heat wave Townsville afternoon, my God, mother's milk. When did you get into spicy marks? I'm going to say circa November last year. Because I've known you for years and drunk a lot with you for years, legends. And I've never heard you up until super recently be like, oh, spicy marks. Then we went up to Calandra and all you spoke about on the way was, oh, they'd better have a spicy mark. Can't wait to have a spicy mark. It's like you're an alien who's heard of one cocktail. <laughs> and it's like, yep, that's my thing. <laughs> Mate, I didn't even, I, I don't know. I think I just like spicy things. Like, yeah. Like I always go for the spicy bolognese version of the Dolmio bolognese now. I used to always be just your normal <laughs> tradition. Now I go spicy peppers, I believe it's called. I grab that. And maybe one day I'll have a Dolmio spicy mark. You don't know what's I on the card. anything worse. But so you, you drank a lot of spicy mark and I'm gathering you hopped on an e-scooter uh, well over the influence, as it were. Well, it... In, as I said to my parents, I wasn't drunk, but I wasn't sober. I, you know, I, I had I had had. Wasn't it at three a.m.? No, so that's so that's how it unfolds. I was heading home at about oh, what would have been nine thirty. Oh, okay, okay. And there's a bit of a bit of a culture of just jump on the beam to the point that they put them outside the nightclub district, which is. Oh yeah. Not saying I'm in support of a nanny state because of this incident, but you do have <laughs> to wonder: do do we need a little more regulation? Do we need to, do we need to trust people less? So I jumped on it and yeah, I was going just, you know, the thing where you're trying to go down from the footpath onto the road. And I thought I'd sort of found a driveway sort of pavement, kind of mistimed it and mate, properly gone over the handlebars sort of thing and Uh. rolled, rolled into the middle of the lane and the car had been coming. Yeah. And I was, and kids, I was wearing a helmet. Things could have been a lot worse. Had a a helmet on. That's actually a very good point. Had the old skull condom on, didn't I? (laughs) <laughs> the old skull condom on. It's what we call a helmet, isn't it, kids? Okay. Year three's at the back. Pay attention, please. <laughs> this is, the, the nice man's trying to make the safety thing a little bit funny and, and naughty just so you, to keep you engaged and you're still talking. The um, skull fucker, kids. Okay. Hey, that's what we used to call it back in the day. <laughs> Who's how with about, me? Um, how about giving an abortion to brain injury? That's what we do because you... Anyway, kids at the back, you're still not paying attention. I'm being so rude. I thought you'd like this. <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah. So I came off and was like, oh, that hurt. Walked home, got into bed. And as, uh, as real men do, Joe Dwyer, as real men do, yeah. I went to bed and said, I'll sleep it off. Yeah. Which is what I did when I broke my wrist. I, I actually don't know a lot of people who, not to jump the gun, break a bone and immediately go to hospital. I feel like the instinct is... Oh, I'll see how it is in the morning. Like, you know, I'll give yeah. it a touch up. No, I didn't make it to the morning. 
woke up at about one one thirty, and that's when exactly as sort of happened to you, I've gone, oh, okay, this is bad. This is fucked, so, yeah. So I grabbed my phone and I was like, geez, went to bed with no messages. Suddenly I'm like, I'm, the, I'm bloody popular. Hates messages. <laughs> Few from you. Um, and then I, I looked at one from my sister, my sister Alice, and it was, hey, are you okay? And my first thought, having not heard about Warney, I was like, how has Alice learned that I came <laughs> off a beam? My like delirious- has an automatic crash reporting software. Well, mate, that's actually what I thought happened because I was like, I've been on a neuron before and crashed it and it sent me a notification being like, <laughs> we noticed you fell over quite hard. So I was like, has Beam one up them and now it sends a push notification to your next of kin <laughs> yeah, to your- <laughs> if, it, if it notices a fall. But like throws the net pretty wide, like it sends it to some group chats that have been dead for a couple of months. Like it's pretty awkward. <laughs> Henry, like my year three teacher being like, oh, this, <laughs> this kid I taught in 2004, I just got an email about him from, uh, from a scooter company. From he's Beam. crashed, he's crashed. But yeah, so saw that message. I was like, what's she talking about? And then of course saw multiple chats and you being yeah. like, mate, you're going to assume you're asleep. You're going to wake up to some news. Mm. And then and I was right. Uh, <laughs> and it was, it was a very, very difficult thing to process when I was in the pain that I was. So I was like, all right, compartmentalize. Got a sheet from my cupboard, made myself a little sling. Ah, good sling. Very 127 hours uh, mm. of me. Except you Except I kept the, the arm. Yeah. And I... <laughs> And I imagined I slinged it up um, and then called a cab, got in the cab and, and I don't mean an Uber because Uber's a famously unreliable here. You, you know, taxi's the one through cab app, back, back on cabs, big time up here. Nice. And, and the cabbie was just an Indian guy who was, we just shared stories and almost, you know, shed some tears. And he was talking about, obviously with the uh, Rajasthan Royals, Warney being the uh, inaugural, inaugural captain, coach captain coach and coach. premiership winner, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, I don't think the IPL would be what it is now. And no, no, they say, it is now without they say he lent it a bit of legitimacy as well. Like, he basically not just an Indian it. competition. But anyway, so and you then, get to the hospital, then, mate. Well, then the emergency room is the same thing. Just people talking about it, mm. like pe- hearing people learn about it. And I, I was at the emergency room from 3 a.m. till it was about 9 a.m. when they actually managed to see me. Yeah. And... Mate, it might surprise you to learn, but the emergency room of the Townsville Public Hospital <laughs> on a Friday, Friday night. night is quite a scene. There are I mean, some, also, that's... There are some humans of New York there, mate. <laughs> that's also the unfortunate thing about triage. It's like a broken bone obviously sucks, but it's rarely life-threatening. Like, it's like, oh, sit there. Just a couple hurt. of hours wait either way won't actually make a difference in healing, but it'll fucking hurt the whole time. Oh, mate, it hurt. Like, oh, it'll it suck. Hurt. At one point, I went up to the nurse and I was like, you know how you asked me if my pain was what it was out of 10? And I said an eight. It's a 10. Is there anything I can do? I wasn't offering to bribe. I wasn't offering. I was like, listen, I didn't want to do this, but I can get you a couple of tickets to the Brisbane Spectacular on April 1. <laughs> now, you will have to pay for them, but I'll let you pay in installments. I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. <laughs> I can get I'll, let you use a, I'll let you use a funny name when you buy the ticket. <laughs> mate, um, mate, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, we, in but the yeah, end... Hen- the staff were amazing. Uh, never broken a bone before, mate. But yep. now I thought I'd do double or nothing, two and one. So I've broken my elbow and my wrist. And Oof. as we will put on our Instagram, I got to choose my own cast. They assumed black. I said no. And I have a very cool fluoro pink cast on that'll my be, arm. And I think it's awesome. That'll be great for all the other kids to, to sign it, Henry. And I'm going to get people to sign it. Then that one mean 
Yeah, yeah, it's decorating signatures right now, bro. <laughs> I put, I got one today. <laughs> Mr. This was popular. The- Shut up, man. This is su- I'm going to get heaps of signatures. I'm going to get someone to draw one of those those cool S's. No, I'm going to be that dickhead that just draws a massive dick and balls on it because you can't stop me. Permanent oh, market to too, brother. Oh, and then you're like, there's like I've a kid got to go to a funeral in this. <laughs> Keep it a huge cock trying to turn it into an elephant or something. Like, someone draw it into something else. Like Mr. Squiggle. Uh, uh, but, Henry, your, your bones may be broken, but your sense of humour... And um, I was about to say your musical ability isn't affected, but you won't be able to no, play the bass. It very much is affected. Um, you know but, what? I spoke yeah. what the doctor, the junior doctor I spoke to today, who seemed much more lax about it than anyone else, <laughs> was like, oh, mate, I reckon we can get it off in three weeks. So, that, you know, there's a chance that I can uh, but it'll probably be, through some... It'll probably be off and you'll have a splint or something on, like, Listen, you're not going to be free, free balling in three a, weeks. There's a chance I'm not I'm not rocking out to win them on it, but you're not doing uh, push-ups. But I can still sing and yeah. I can still do the live podcast. podcast, which is all the more reason to get your sexy tickets to the Brisbane Spectacular, folks. There are some available. We're not going to lie to you. Not you know it's selling, but it's I think with certain like flood emergencies. <laughs> so, yeah, I think with certain flood emergencies at the moment, it is understandable that yeah. people have yeah. maybe put it off. Um, we know your names. We, we, we know who hasn't bought them. We're watching it. We can compare who's bought tickets in the past for who's bought them now. So we know exactly who you are. Um, but for those, for those who aren't aware, it's on the 1st of April at the Bright Side. Henry and I, for our 100th episode, I think this is, is this the 98th or the 97th? This is 98, I believe. Yeah. Mate. Oh, so we're going to need to take a week We might have to take a little break or, or do Or do like a 99.5 episode, like a little mini episode. Um, we should do what they do in like old sitcoms like Scrubs where we just do an episode as remember the time we spoke about yeah, 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 just a clip show. That <laughs> <laughs> should actually. Um, but yeah, Hen, uh, we're doing, we're unpacking the valley in the valley at the bright side and then the mangroves uh, are playing a ripping set including Henry uh, and Dylan who's the Irish guy who occasionally fills in on bass um, and we've reached an agreement where they will each play one arm of the bass. So two guys, one bass. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be hot. Like, uh, be like Dylan suggested, we are going to very much be like um, Patrick Swayze in Ghost. I think yes, is the model and for how we're going to yeah. how we're going to play it. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, no, we um, sold a literal over a third of the tickets. Hen, um, it's selling well, but capacity is. We were envisioning a more intimate show than the. I think it's it'll end up being over 400, the capacity. So, um, yeah, buy your tickets now. It's going to be an absolute rager. If you're worried about standing up to watch a live podcast as well, I will be organising to have seats on the floor at the bright side and then like a uh, like a school dance or a, after assembly, you're going to be asked to stand up and pack your seats on the side. But, yeah, tickets are on sale now. Uh, we had a deal going tonight, not a financial one, but a deal where if you bought a ticket we would come up with a freestyle rap about your name on the episode and we will do all of those at the end. But to tease, we, Henry and I will now do a very quick freestyle rap for Greer Selick. Okay, I'll start us off. You start. Greer, Greer, she likes to drink beer. Selick, I'll lick, I'm licking the beer. Henry. She ain't got, she ain't got no fear, <laughs> yeah, that Greer when she drinking because she's like, uh, she'll Selick... To you, like you ain't been sinking. You the Titanic. She <laughs> is 
is my rose. My rose. And going to awesome be shows. She, that she knows. In the front rows. There you go. Bang. Thank you. Thank you, Greer, for buying tickets. And uh, everyone who's bought a ticket tonight will get their own freestyle rap at the end of the episode. Not, um, an, easy la- not an easy surname to start us off no, with. No, Greer is awesome. And she did say to us, uh, can't wait to hear you guys rhyme my name, Greer, with beer original. So I just went off that. But she threw us a curveball with Selick. I'm trying to think because Tom Selick is an actor, isn't he? Uh, this is spelt differently. A Selick. This is like Selick. I was I was going to try and do Phallic into Selick. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Greer Selick. Yeah, she make it so Phallic. But that was gross. <laughs> And well, when like, I get her downtown, you know she got a mallet because she got <laughs> she, she got killer. <laughs> like when Eminem was like, people say nothing rhymes with orange. You know, hundreds of things rhymes with orange. I go get your door hinge, get your soul range, then you go damn bam for the book. I was like, oh, you're just saying different things with like with an accent. <laughs> like it doesn't rhyme with orange. Yeah, I feel hectic. What? Yeah, Griacelic, <laughs> I know how to make this. <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> rhyme, does it, Em? I got none of them problems, but Selig one. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, some freestyle raps for this guy, uh, Adam Smith. I got none of them problems, but a ticket ain't one. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Henry, the Batman Burger, grilled. Right, let's talk let's about that quickly. Let's, uh, let's if, you're about a, if you're a... A TikTok addicted teenager, you might have seen our hit viral sensation now uh, for the, based on now a joke for, I made in a group chat that Henry. Now for our 130,000 new listeners <laughs> who have found the podcast, because I know that's how TikTok works. When you find something you like, you then, of course, gravitate towards you, the podcast. You don't I, just I mean, like I, it and I, scroll on to the next thing. I did on. see that our video after the 131,000 views got about 500. So thanks, TikTok algorithm. The algorithm did not like what I think was a, even, I thought a clever it was hilarious. video. Yeah, I thought it was um, very funny. But let's briefly talk about what... And, and you know what annoyed me today, mate? I saw Pedestrian TV and I think Junkie posting about it. Oh, today. so late. Uh, like so saying, late to the party. Grilled are asking... Basically, for people who aren't aware and who don't follow Unpacking Brisbane on TikTok, there's a promotion going with Grilled at the moment where... To, to promote the new Batman film, which is nice of Grilled because that's definitely a movie that needs a hand uh, from a <laughs> middle, a mid-range Australian. But also, they've chain. been promoting it so hard. There's been a deal where you get a free Batman burger on DoorDash if you spend thirty bucks for like two or three weeks now, and I don't get it because the Batman burger looks like shit. It looks like a terrible burger. Uh, a, the burger looks terrible. B, people are seeing the film. They're fine. People are are going to go and see the Batman. It's it's doing okay. I wonder whether Uh, this is more for grilled though. Of like, you get people who are going to see the Batman being like, what could be more? You mean the grilled? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so basically, the promo is you've got to walk in and to get free chips, go up to the grilled staff member who, as we've pointed out, is some fourteen-year-old getting paid seven dollars a decade, and they're like, and just look them dead in the face and say, "I'm Batman." Mm. And, and, and that, the wording of this promo says, get your free snack chips by simply walking up to, you know, like simply walking up to a member of our staff and saying, I'm Batman. And it's just so a marketing team that never thought through what it would be like being a poor schmo, like hour seven of your shift. You've heard simply grilled on traditional a hundred times. And someone just comes up to you and goes, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Would you would you lean in and do the voice, or would you just be like? I'd like to slip it in Batman. as if like, 
you know, like I'll grab um, just a simply grilled on traditional a solo. I'm Batman, some snack chips, yeah. like like just just pepper like it in. I mean, I all like the comments we got on our TikTok right were some were grilled employees saying, "Just ask for free snack chips. We'll give them to you. You don't have to fucking but say I'm Batman." Someone from Grilled was like, like messaged us and goes, "They have inside word that." the staff have not been briefed on this and they're like group chats about <laughs> grill people being like, yo guys, what the fuck's going on? All these people keep coming in and say that. You mentioned the wording of the post as well, Joe. My favorite part of the post that Grilled have done is that they go, think you're the Batman? Well, here's what you have to do. And I'm like, not only, not only do you have to tell them you're Batman, you have to actually be convinced that you are in fact the Batman, <laughs> which I think is a pretty high bar to set. Think you're Batman, think, do you? Do you oh, think you're, you're Batman? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I did see Batman tonight, Joe. Mm, I saw it last I, night. Unreal movie. It's, it's not a short movie, but it didn't feel that long. It was very good. No. C- can I say this about it? Yeah. I a- absolutely loved that it was a Batman movie, not a Bruce Wayne movie. Which yes, I think couldn't is, agree more. Which is the barb that you could say. Not even a barb. It's just a difference from Nolan's. And not um, a Batman villain movie, which is also a barb you could level. At the this, was, this was the most Batman movie yeah. I have seen in a long time. I loved the detective noir feel to it. That was the, great. The, the buddy cop. The, the With Gordon. Punk Gordon and Batman buddy cop feel. Love that they just, you know, I, I won't give anything away. But, but that's, the only, that's the only problem I have with it is that they still felt probably with some studio pressure, the need to do the big set piece, high stakes action stuff. I don't think it did the big action all that well. And I, I think just the little bits of action of like hand-to-hand combat, the car chases were better. Oh, yeah. I was about to jump down your throat and be like, that car chase though was one of the most... No, that was really good. And and all the motorbike stuff, I, I, I'm more... Oh, do you mean like, just... You don't mean the hallway scene? No, that was cool. You just mean like the Gotham the City the, Square thing at the end? Yeah, that. Yeah, that, I agree. I, was, I agree. I was kind of like, I actually would have liked to see them fully commit to the choice they made, maybe more risky, and just be like, it's a noir, it's a detective boiler film. We we might not have like the huge explosions and yeah. stuff like that that you'd accept. You know, the DC Batman vs Superman style buildings falling over stuff. I was like, I think a more intimate kind of gritty. Conflict at the end would have been so. You're okay. more intimate. You're saying you want the climax to be Batman literally climaxing. You wanted to see yes. fuck Catwoman, didn't you? Now that would have that- been brave. <laughs> that would have been seriously brave. Another thing. I don't know if we needed the Me Too plot. I don't know if we needed Batman getting cancelled on Twitter. I thought that was a little on the nose when he. I didn't need that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need the weird thing the movie does where they clearly learnt the names of everyone who is going before it goes into it. And the Riddler says, this is all mm. because of you, Joe Dwyer, but you hear hey. it as your own name. Very stressful. I thought when the Riddler targeted Greer Selmec by name <laughs> was when I was like, did we need, th-? um, the other thing I didn't love, mm. uh, didn't need the penguin to be Ukrainian. <laughs> I thought that was a bit much. Bit on the nose. Didn't a little bit that. on the nose, absolutely. Uh, but outside of all those things, I thought... But outside of all those things, I thought it was uh, good. No, it was good. And I saw it at Reading Cinema's Newmarket, just to link it back to Brisbane, in Titan Lux, which is my favourite possible way to see movies. And I got a taxi 
to take me straight from the hospital today when I got my new cast on and I said, take me to the movies. Like when <laughs> Alfred patches him up and he gets to go to a movie. Uh, you got a final thing for us, Henry, before we uh, get into Kedron. I want to say about half an hour into the episode. Yeah, sorry, sorry to the Kedron stands out there. Uh, Sam Clark is a friend of the show and a keen on Pakistani who messaged in just raising concerns. Don't really have a conclusion to this, Joe. You might have some awareness. Yep. He just said, a lot of scaffolding and fencing around the Milton Maccas of us naming it the best McDonald's in Brisbane fame. Mm, quite right. Just making sure that's for temporary flood cleanup and that there's nothing more sinister at work. Um, I'm sure that's the case because they went back there's, online after 2011. Yeah, I, I think sure I, I, if you've got word, get in touch. If there's yeah. anything about the length of time, it will be closed. Milton needs its McDonald's. Like uh, Gotham needs a Batman. Like Gotham needs a Batman. Um, Okay, mate, shall we jump into this suburb? Let's do it with some Wikipedia wig out. Henry, you got to give me that population now or I'll blow up Gotham. Oh, no, so off. 9,359 people. Let's move on. I think all I'll say, Kedron, just so many houses. And that's why it's kind of a hard suburb to talk about because I reckon a lot of people live there. There's not a ton to do. Just about three people, some total, messaged us about it, which is a pretty low number. Probably our lowest hit rate based on population of the suburb. Do you want me to say something to you, Matt? Mm. I got the feeling this entire day that Kedron's just a place no one gives that much of a shit about. Mm. And I'm sorry if I've upset some people there. If you're a real lover of Kedron, apologies. But also, why didn't you write in? It might Um, be about as popular a suburb as a bit of news from the boys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Great effort. If anyone uh, hasn't listened to our back catalogue yet, you're going to want to listen to a bit of news from the boys. Great episode. What was the news? I think it was just we were going on hiatus a bit because of review. No, I, I think it was me moving to Townsville, wasn't it? Was it both of those things? No, it would have been I you did. moving to Townsville. Surely. I, think, I think it was me, but surely. Um, we anyway, <laughs> Kedron is centred on Gympie Road and Kedron Brook. It's close to Chermside... It's an inner northern suburb that neighbours Stafford, Chermside, Wavell Heights, Willow and Lutwich and Nunder. Um, all I'll observe about that that I found interesting, and obviously um, we have a long-standing dislike of Gympie Road, um, like anyone who gets stuck in traffic uh, does. Although I, I, just in recent experience, I want to throw another awful road out there that I actually think rivals Gympie Road, but it's just not as long. Mm. Like... Musgrave and Waterworks Road in traffic, I think, is worse than anywhere in the world because it is just like a dead crawl. Yeah, but that's how you get to Ashgrove. Yeah, legit. That's why people love Waterworks Road because that's how you get to Ashgrove. That's how you get to Ashgrove, guys, so it must be good. Anyway, um, no, I just wanted to say about that is it's interesting that, you know, the inner northern suburbs that they quote here of like Stafford, Wavell Heights, Kedron and stuff are just now so bougie. What I was going to note about it is that, you know, you're in dire straits with a suburb where they've defined it in the first paragraph of the Wikipedia as being close to Woolawin and Stafford and Wavell Heights. It's like, geez, that's what you're going. It's like a new band coming along and being like, and if you listen carefully, you can hear they sound a bit like Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, I don't, or, I don't feel or, like- and I mean, admittedly, I'll stand up for Woolawin. That's a cracking suburb. Um, is it? What even Woolen. is Woolawana? Oh, Woolawana's terrific. Neighbours Clay, Clayfield, uh, probably a bit more parkland. Woolawana's great. 
It's got, so Henry, four, it's got four O's in its name. So Henry, the, thing with, the funny thing with all these suburbs is these are all now, you know, $1.5 million home suburbs. Yes. Crazy. Um, yes. But, well, I also think it's more like a band and someone going, do you have any songs? And they just go, we love the Wombats. It's like, oh, no, but, but like your songs, what do you sound like? Big fans of Arctic Monkeys. It's like, well, yeah, I know where you're near, Kedron, but what are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm now just, back in Woolawin and everything seems <laughs> the same. Now, here's, um, here's a coach killer for the Sydney and Melbourne people looking for a move to Brisbane. Despite the similarity in names, the Brisbane suburbs of Kedron and Upper Kedron are 15.3 kilometres apart. So you're <laughs> thinking you've gotten an all-time steal with your four-bedroom family home in Upper Kedron. No, you are about 20 kilometres away from the city. And I reckon that's done, people. I mean, it's, it's upper. They, they did say that, like, you know, as long as it's, even if it's 15 kilometres away, even if it's slightly higher up than the old Kedron, that I think they're okay. That's bonkers. Why have they done that? It's so confusing. And upper Kedron is just near, like, Fernie Grove, It's Capera. such a different area. Like, it's a totally different part of Brisbane. And as we're about to learn, it's not like there was a bloke named Kedron who popped around to different no, spots. You're, you're quite like, right. We, we both love him. We both love Greg Kedron so much. But we love we him a bit more. So it's sort of like we're the upper Kedron. Kind of upper, like upper. Uh, yeah, I don't Spe- know. Speaking hey, of just old to circle, Just to circle back. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry. You said there, um, it's a real coach killer for property buyers. Where does that saying come from? Coach killer? Mm. It's like really... I, I, it's really rookie mistakes that would frustrate a coach in sporting teams. I don't. I have no idea why my mind always sort of coach like the bus, like it's such <laughs> like it's such a bad thing that the coach bus flips. So I don't know why. No, no, like it's, it's like it's like um, you know, not ground like running into score a try and you don't ground the ball properly. That's like a coach just killer. coach killer. Ah, um, okay. I just NRL like NRL starting. This oh week. mate, I'm going Suncorp. Billy Walters and uh, Albert Kelly, <laughs> my <That's> arms pairing. If <laughs> <laughs> you, it's fucking Broncos. Also, just so sad that they clearly wanted to get the Adam Red. They they designed the round. Oh, entirely about to have Reynolds play. Yeah, yeah, in the opening game, and he's got fucking COVID. Anyway, uh, speaking of another old white guy. Alfred Lutwich, Queensland's first judge, purchased some uh, acres in 1862, named his residence Kedron Lodge. Uh, this is now called uh, the, the border between Kedron and Woolawin and part of the affluent Kalinga district of Woolawin. They really can't stop talking about Woolawin in they, Kedron. What are we um, unpacking? Woolawin here? Uh, but my favourite part about this, Hen, is like Alfred Lutwich, he's Queensland's first judge. I reckon that job must be so hard because... When you were the first and only judge, like, how do you get people to believe you? As in, as in, he's like, come on, guys, I'm the first judge. And someone else is like, yeah, I'm, I'm the first president. And some other convict's like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the first convict. Like, let's just make some damper. Come on, first judge. Get a fucking grip, Alfred. I mean, come on, come on. I'm the first judge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, like, you crash land in a plane in a forest far away. How long does it take you and your group of survivors for someone to be like... Well, I think I'm the first judge of Yellow Jackets. I think that's me. Hello. I'm the first podcaster, as you would know. Unpacking Brisbane was the first podcast. So first one ever. Yeah, it would be. I always I think about that a lot. Like, 
and I don't really know how to articulate this, but it's quite late at night and I may have had some endone, but I'm a, maybe on some strong painkillers, but I don't know. Well, but I was thinking about that. Like, if you were to re... Yeah. It might <laughs> be the endone. <laughs> might be the endone. But if you, you meant to snort it, right? Um, <laughs> but if, if you were... You meant to shelf it. But if you were to start a new planet, just how many things there would be to set up and I know um, that's not a particularly deep thought, but I'm like, God, imagine that. Imagine having to come up with a language. Imagine the admin. Imagine the admin of like, all right, so where do we start? Oh, I guess like food. Yeah, agri- agriculture has to be the first thing you do. I think before uh, law, I listened before to Elon medicine, Musk I talking agri- about that uh, the other uh, day uh, in, a, in a podcast. Now I regret what I've just said. <laughs> no, it's, I wasn't, I'm not like an Elon Musk stan, but you have to admit he's an interesting person in the scheme of the world. Yeah, I think he's a fool. I don't think fool's the right word. Harry Potter. I don't think <laughs> and you will die. I do. Pretty much all of us. Like, the Tesla cars just... Drip, mate. They are awesome. Have you not seen, A, what their autopilot does to pedestrians, as in, in pretty much every test they've ever run, it inevitably hits pedestrians? B... It's got some those really... pedestrians were racist. That's ha- <laughs> that it knows. It's that it's, it's that sort of AI. It's, that in, it's really intelligent. It's that intelligent. Oh, so obviously you're not. Okay, um, so. But you know how I, I don't I don't have one. Um, poor me. But you know how there's huh. like I assume a button. Is there like? Don't a worry, button? mate. That man that manscaped money will come through <laughs> soon, and you'll be able to get your um, able to get your Tesla. Am I correct? There's like a button or something you press to make the door handle pop out, so you can open the door. Yeah. So in America, it gets really cold. That bit freezes and you physically can't get into your car. And this is a problem that cars with a manual car door will never have. It just, anyway, the, the failures of Tesla cars are so funny. I think Elon Musk is interesting. The last thing I'll say, because he's so ambitious and it's like he achieves 70% of the ambition, but the 30% that doesn't work is really funny because the ambition is so high. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm going to revolutionise the auto industry. It's poppy syndrome. Yeah. No, I think, I think he's a, yeah, he's obviously a bit of, capitalist, bit of a- capitalist fiend looking for a bit of money uh, off the back of kind of uh, taking the space the program by force. But- I just love the balls to call your company Tesla. It's like, uh, you know, our podcast production studio, Einstein. It's not trademark. It's just a fucking name. You can do whatever you want with it. Maybe we could we, we could call Maybe ourselves we, we could call ourselves the Hamish Blake and Andy Lee Show, and I'm sure you're probably allowed to. They might have trademarked Hamish and Andy, but probably not. They're Why not? just human names. Or if we just changed our stage names to Blake and Lee, <laughs> so everyone like on a comedy lineup thinks it's like a secret show. Oh, wow. I mean, no. Not, not Hamish and Andy, but I, I'm going to be interviewing, well, I just have to know our date, uh, Rosso of American Rosso soon. Oh, that's fun. Which I'm very excited to do. About architecture, because that's his thing now. Oh, well, like how Alfred, uh, Lut- Alfred Lutwich's thing became being a judge. Yes. Well, good on you, Alfred Lutwich. And as you might have forgotten there in, in that uh, side ramble, his na- uh, Alfred Lutwich, the first judge of Queensland, named his residence Kedron Lodge. So I think that's how the suburb got its name. No, Kedron. I said that. No, but I just—I was reminding people <laughs> just, just to reiterate because then, then we spoke about Elon Musk for fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, did you want to say anything about the German missionaries? Because I do feel like we've covered this before. 
we've heard about German station before. It was more the fact that I just wanted to mention that there were German missionaries originally settled in the Nanda area. Again, this is just, why is this just the greatest hits of other suburbs? Get your own thing, Kedron. <laughs> the rest of the north side. Um, the missionaries were granted some acres, da-da-da, in Kedron Brook, um, after Kidron Valley near Jerusalem. Oh, so they oh, named it. that's cool. So the suburb takes its name from a creek, which is named after... Jerusalem's Kidron Valley. Near Jerusalem. So, I don't know. We can make some argument that it's a holy place and, wow, Kedron is it the... You know what? If In in a world where these two podcasters have a bit more energy and a bit more zest, there's probably something we could do with that. Oh, I got, but, I got plenty of zing, mate. It's just that I don't think there's anything funny about Jerusalem. Me neither, because we've got to take it seriously. And, mm. you know, what's not funny is, is fighting over Jerusalem. It'd be nice if everyone... And, and, here's and, a, and what we're talking about what is the third take, crusade of the 12th yeah. century. And that's... The last stop time fighting that there Saladin was a, and Richard the Lionheart. You know, that's the geopolitical conflict in Jerusalem that and, we need to and I don't And I don't know about you. I, I, I don't think there's been any fighting since then. I think everyone's getting along. Yeah, I think, I think it's pretty swimmingly, particularly and if they I, live I mean in Kidron that, Valley. And I mean that for all countries. I think... Mm. Uh, and, and I haven't read the news. I don't read any news. But from what I understand, everyone's getting along just fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, the interesting thing about Kidron Valley is, is you did hear that um, Israel started bollowing... Um, well, they started bombing Latwatch and Willywin um, as oh, well. Yeah. So, And... Stuff it hates. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, you know, terrible, the, terrible. The, I, the IDF. <laughs> uh, ID, no EIF and uh, All right. When gold, you want to talk about gold, mate? Yeah, oh, they discovered gold. gold in Gympie in 1868. So they constructed a bridge over the Kedron Brook to permit an alternative northerly route. This road, ah, this would become Gympie Road. And in 1868 on Gympie Road, the Edinburgh Castle Hotel was built by George Orler. As I've written very cleverly, later became known George or anywhere else uh, because Edinburgh Castle Hotel is famously not one of Brisbane's best pubs. In we'll fact, someone put it in its worst. There. No, no. Um, I have said before that I want to do cruelly named like a shit pub crawl or just That'd more like, like, and I'm thinking we go to the Crown Hotel in Lutwich. Can, can we call it the crap crawl? Yeah, let's call it the crap crawl, but not tell the bar stuff that. I'm thinking we go Edinburgh Castle. The Crown in Lutwich, the Orderly Arms, and then a fourth one around there. Tickets will be $180. Sure <laughs> <laughs> and it's black. Probably, and probably sell about as well as Brisbane State. And flying off the shelves. Flying off the shelves. Oh, do high. Do high. You don't want to miss out in about, probably sell out in about. 12 days, hopefully. Two, two guys making fun of Elon Musk's business. Oh, I, think he, <laughs> I think he sold a few cars, though, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sticking up for Elon Musk? He won't stick up for you. <laughs> What's with that copy of 12 Rules for Life on your bed? <laughs> no. Not Rule number one, don't break any bones. Oh, fuck. Oh, I've already done it. <laughs> That's a notable crap. landmark uh, in Kedron is the War Memorial in Lutwich Cemetery on Gympie Road. It contains more than 100 gravestones of servicemen, the majority of whom gave their life in World War II. I only wrote this down because not to make fun of war veterans or anything. I just thought it was odd phrasing for the Wikipedia to be like, 100 gravestones, the majority of whom gave their life in World War II. Mm, no, I now, agree. I assume I mean there are some other wars that they've snuck in, but the majority is World War II. But I like the idea that it says some of the servicemen just like slipped on a wet floor. 
<laughs> just died of old age. Or just, or just oh, I mean, we buried them there. Yeah. I, the I majority of whom gave their life for World War Two. Some of them gave their life for, uh, you know. A cure for chlamydia. Uh, they, electric electric vehicles. <laughs> if, for the for the door handles on electric vehicles. People give their lives for all sorts of causes. Uh, the uh, the Kedron Park was set alongside Kedron Brook, adjacent to the Kedron Park Hotel, once contained the Kedron Park race courses. Um, they used to like you used to be able to pump there, I think like in the eighteen eighties. Um, back when it was illegal. Yeah, like like a like a race course. Um cool. which you think about it. As popular as, you know, betting on the horses and the dogs is, there really aren't very many race courses in Brisbane or, you know. No, the more localised ones have died out. Yeah. They're just I'm not saying factories. that's a bad thing at all. Yeah. Pro racing, George Wire comes out and says, <laughs> we need more suburban race courses. Well, I think the good thing, a lot of those suburban race courses have just cut out the middleman and just buy horses and shoot them in the backyard. <laughs> They're like, why bother with the race? Let's just make this easier. And they turn them into sausage rolls. You ever ask your bakery where the sausage roll comes from? It's horse, man. You ever ask what meat's in a meat pie? You might have a chunky steak pie, but what about just a meat pie? Pigeon could be meat too. You seen that movie Sweeney Todd? Mm, it makes you think. <laughs> makes you think makes that you Johnny Depp shouldn't be in a lot of musical. <laughs> makes you think maybe they can- <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think. <laughs> just imagining saying was, that you're trying to make friends in town so we'll go to a random at a bar and go hey mate never heard of that that, that movie Sweeney Todd makes you sing these must be the worst pies in London oh, you guys seen that Grease movie makes you sing <laughs> it'll you just can't stop tap tap gosh tap I board. you know Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom makes you sing Oh, really? Singing happy birthday. I just want to. You seen Tick Tick Boom, mate? Uh, I watched the first ten minutes with that song and really liked it, but oh, it just good. edges too much into like. Careful. <laughs> you know that yeah. movie means a lot to me and my girlfriend. We watched it together. So anything you say against the <laughs> film will be taken as a slight against my relationship. Um, yeah, I thought the movie was um, probably a little bit rushed, uh, a little bit fake, and yeah, probably didn't share enough interests. <laughs> oh, I don't think. <laughs> the mo- <laughs> no, what are you talking about? No, no. I thought the movie had sex real good. <laughs> I, th- real I thought the movie had a, a uh, not a small penis, but thinner <laughs> than you'd want. Uh, the movie, the movie. How do you reckon Andrew Garfield has a big penis? Um, I think it would be beautifully maintained, but not big. Follow-up question. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Garfield, as in the lazy cat, oh, has a fucking big monster? Same here. If he's not been whole... desexed by John. <laughs> <laughs> by Sorry, by John. Odie. Yeah. <laughs> no, is it? Oh, yeah. Odie's the dog. Odie would have, only, only have a tiny little lipstick, uh, which is the disgusting term that I hear people refer to dog penises as. Yeah, great. Remember the live-action Garfield? Remember, remember when was John Cleese in it? It's the bad nah, guy. Oh, maybe it's the bad guy. Bill Murray played Garfield. Well, I mean, as in, as did the, the voice? I see. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. I'm sure <laughs> it was CGI. He wasn't Andy Circus. Like, <laughs> like trying to. You see that's amazing behind the scene footage of uh, Bill Murray in the full green suit with the dots <laughs> all over him, getting in the CGI as Garfield. I figure out how weird. Yeah. How weird was it seeing Andy Circus? 
as oh, Alfred. Alfred in a costume, yeah. Also, as Alfred in all of three minutes of the movie. Yeah, it wasn't in I mean, it. As has been observed, Gordon became the, the sidekick. Uh, you which know, which the, I think was good and original. Better, yeah. You almost didn't need Alfred. No. Uh, good for Wayne's family. Anyway, anyway yes, Wayne right. as if he's like a friend. Good for Bruce. Wayne. Um, anyway, Padua College is a Catholic primary and secondary school for boys in boys. Kedron. Boys. Uh, all right, we've got the... The only reason I wanted to mention yeah, this did, yeah. is just because, and let's be snobby for a second, of all the AIC schools, I think Padua was the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say. I know we, I know we don't. I know we get a little bit of hate when we go into full. For those of you who don't know, there's two groups of boy schools, both of whom are completely disparaging towards the other, uh, and we are in the one that Padua is not in. And Padua joins the ranks of other elite academies such as Iona, Lorries. <laughs> see, I I think and, the funniest and one Marist. is. I think the funniest one is Villanova. See, Villanova to me isn't as funny because I very nearly went there. Ah, uh, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit raw. It's a bit more. It's, See, for me, it was just... Padua, I think, as well, just sounded like panda. <laughs> Iona's the weirdest word. The funniest... To start well, with an was, I Iona was and fun an because O is it was so always, odd. Iona was always fun because it was at, like, swimming carnivals. It'd be like, and now in, the, in lane seven... I own a college and everyone else would yell out, so do I. <laughs> um, now, the least funny. Where'd you buy it? <laughs> ah, that's good. The least funny, St. Pat's. Oh, yeah. Sean Cliff. Dead, dead normal school out at Sean Cliff. Who's Sean and what's he got a cliff for, man? Anyway, anyway, apparently the Wikipedia has a gallery, but should we get into contemporary Kedron? Oh, that's the only thing I want to mention is, yeah. Go to go have a look at this Wikipedia. It has a gallery with just pictures of Kedron. They ran out of words. I've never seen it before in any Wikipedia, let alone a suburb one. I didn't know it was a feature. And on that, let's talk about contemporary Kedron. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Hen, you wanted to uh, be the lead-off hitter here with a bit of chat about caravans. I've never heard of Kedron caravans in my life. Well, I hadn't either. <laughs> Sorry, just briefly. Mm. Totally unrelated to Kedra. But uh, <laughs> something funny has just occurred in my, in my housemates group chat that I'll share with the Unpakistanis. <laughs> I promise you this is funny. So <laughs> okay. those, those who are loosely across the house, um, me and friends of the show, there you go, it's relevant, Jack and Fergus, live upstairs, but Jack and I have to use the bathroom downstairs, which you have to walk outside the house to. Like, it's an external staircase. So, <laughs> so Jack um, and I both tend to brush our teeth, like, in the kitchen upstairs. Um, I, like, have a toiletry bag, so I go to the kitchen, brush my teeth, take the toothpaste and everything back to my room because I think it's kind of gross and weird to store your toothbrush and toothpaste in the kitchen. Anyway, Jack just sends a message going... Who has a vendetta against the toothpaste upstairs? Saturday, I rescued it from the easement. Today, so where to be found? By the easement, he means someone has thrown it out the window into the driveway. And today, has binned it. We've gotten rid of it. And Fergus just goes... She goes, I do. It is disgusting. 
<laughs> anyway, I'll just find so, wait, it. So, Jack, so Jack's leaving his toothpaste it in the kitchen. He just leaves his toothpaste in the kitchen. Gross. Nah, it's so gross. gross. See, what Sorry. I do is I put it on a really high, far away shelf because I'm like, I don't mind it being in the area. He just leaves it on like the main kitchen bench. He just leaves it on top of the fucking ironing board that he's left out <laughs> in the kitchen, probably. Um, anyway, I just, I just find the mate, mental image funny I, of walking into a kitchen and seeing something you don't <laughs> like and throwing it out the window. I mean, if we're telling, it, it, this is the man, Fergus, who when we were moving into the old house, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we got some McDonald's and we're eating it and then we finish <laughs> off the Maccas and he's got like a large chips and he just throws it down a storm drain. <laughs> And then Jack goes, oh, Fergus, what, what are you doing? That's literally... And he goes, and Fergus' response is, oh, fuck off, Jack. I do it all the time. <laughs> um, mate, I'm so... Uh, I'm appar- so apparently, he's I- throwing Jack's toothbrush in the bin as well as the toothpaste. Lying <laughs> 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 this. I mean, in... <laughs> I'm such a priss with toothpaste. I think it's gross to keep your toothbrush, toothbrush and toothpaste in the shower. Who keeps it in the shower? Multiple people I've lived with. Like in the bathroom or in the shower? Like in the sh- like in the shower. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. That's insane. I, I, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Anyway. But, some pe- but people do it. People do it. I mean, and, people do it. And I've heard and I've had this argument before. Many people think it's not gross at all. Like, I, And to be clear, I don't personally do it. I can live with people brushing their teeth in the shower. But like, I, don't I mean, I'm that like, weird, but it's more the you know my thing with brushing there. teeth in the shower. How strapped for time are you? <laughs> Where it's like, oh, oh sorry, I Alexander can't. Hamilton. You know, I <laughs> sorry, literally, sorry, Elon Musk. But you can't spare two minutes to get out of the shower and just do it dry. Come Why on. do you brush like you're running out of time? <laughs> <laughs> Makes you sing that Hamilton. <laughs> oh, man, have you seen that? You heard of this have you seen that musical? movie Beasts of No Nation? <laughs> Makes you sing. Not a musical, but it does. It does. <laughs> you guys seen Morpheus? Make you think. It's been Morbius. No. Have you seen the trailer for Morbius? Looks terrible. It looks bad. Um, is he the Matrix man? No, I think it's just a standalone um, movie. Anyway, Kedron Caravans. Mate, I don't have much to say about it, but basically, in looking into it, they're established in 1962. They're a caravan place that were made at Kedron. I'm looking at them. They've been the same family business since 1960. I just can't move the Zoom window with one arm to to see. 1960, I'm going to guess far out. Everything's just a bit hard with the cast, isn't it? 1962. Barry Gould Beautiful. and his sons, David, Peter, Ashley, and Glenn, a third generation. It's a 60-year family business. They're at Kedron. They make caravans, and everyone says they're the best. They have a very cool website. I like caravans. I like the idea of one day driving around one. In, in driving around one. I don't mean driving around in one. I mean driving around one, as in getting in my car and driving around a caravan. That's ah. what I meant by that. It wasn't a stumble. <laughs> Brilliant wordplay, mate. Impeccably um, done. Um, that's... I don't That's, have much more to say about the Kedron Caravans. No, all, all I've got to say is um, about Kedron Brook. You said drag name. Could that be a drag name? Like, please welcome Kedron Brook. And I'm oh, on the Oh, like the name Brook. Do you know what I think, mate? Yeah. I think Brook is one of the sexiest names. I think the name Brook, Brook Shields. Brook Shields. 
Um, Tim Brooke Taylor from the Goodies. <laughs> That's who I was thinking. (laughs) That's when I I think of Brooke and raw sex appeal, I think of a guy from the goodies. It's it's quite close to Brock. (laughs) (laughs) That helps everyone. (laughs) Um, No, I just think Brooke is a... Maybe it is just Brooke Shields, but I just think it's a hot name. No, I think it's a hot name too. I think you're right. Maybe that'll help. That'll be why I'll name my daughter Brooke Bretts. Oh, that's nice. The Brebra. A Brebra. Brookie Brookie. Brookie Show. Brookie yeah, Show. Yeah, that's true. Um, Kedron but- Brook. I just remember we went on an excursion and Kedron Brook is like one of the catchments of the Brisbane River or something. I remember our teacher. Yeah, like, yeah it, it floods like a yeah. freaking demon. I imagine, it's had, I imagine it's had a hard couple of weeks. But my teacher was like, we were on some science excursion. And no one was paying attention to the speaker. And he and Mr. Humphreys was like, all right, everyone, within the next 10 minutes, five questions from your exam at the end of the term are going to come from what this chick says. And we were like, oh, we now just have to listen. And like, right. Like, and I just, it occurred to me, I'm like, oh, this is, the, the exams are just written by teachers. They don't come from a higher being. But he mm. could just, as a means of getting us to pay attention, was like, oh, that's it. Listen up, and I'm going to make the exam based on what this person's saying. And God got us to pay attention. And I think the questions on the exam were like, what is Kedrid Brook? That's so smart. I know. It's good, isn't it? Fuck yeah. Um, um, all I want yeah, to say it's... about Kedrid Brook is it's fucking unreal. I actually think it's, it's an amazing bike path. They have a huge dog off leash area, and the dogs can just go. It's one of the, like, it's great in that it's so long because it's not a park. So there is so much space. It never gets busy, but also cause it's not like, it's not conventionally pretty. Like you wouldn't go and have a long lunch or like sit and have a picnic there, which just makes it so nice because it feels like dogs can go absolutely fucking bananas down there. And it's hard. Which, as your, dog, which your dog would. Oh mate, Peggy, it's, it's actually a dream for dogs. Um, but on the flip side, it's a great bike path. It, oh, it, yeah. in such a way that actually driving from where I'm at the moment, house sitting at English Street, my parents' place, in Wilston to Toomble Shopping Centre, it's much quicker to ride your bike along Kedron Brook to get there than to drive. I think you could get to Toomble Shopping Centre in like well under 15 minutes. Oh, all right, Cadell. Fuck out. It's not all about the bike, Lance. No. Come on, Matt. But it's largely about the bike, isn't it? I mean, it was, it was a big about the bike. It was was like Andre, it Andre Agassiz, it's not all about the racket, but largely, you know. Here's a bit, though. How about Lance Armstrong being a drug cheat? Have you heard about this? No. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just got a push notification from Yahoo News. News. They reckon. News. Send news. Um. <laughs> The only other thing I had to say about it was uh, Callum, who's a friend of the show and just a keen on Pakistani, mm. wrote in saying that it used to have a really good AMC bowling, like so many suburbs in Brisbane did. And he made the point of saying, there's just not enough bowling in, in Brisbane now. Uh, and I think he's right. And I, I think used to love Cal's bowling. dead on. I'm sure. I think we have discussed bowling in the past, especially yeah, the strike AMC bowling. Version, but... but I agree. Bowling used to be a bit much. Maybe, maybe I'll get into bowling again as a hobby. I never particularly liked it, though. 
I get very competitive about it and I had to wear weird shoes. Um, I still don't really know how bowling is scored. I know that a strike is when you knock them all down, but I was looking into it the other day and it's like you get two goes in like an innings or whatever, mm. but it's like you can get bonus. Anyway, it's, it's actually fascinating that I think it gets underappreciated. It's a game that you basically have to do with an automatic electronic scoring thing above you because it's really, really hard to score yourself to the point where it's like formulas for bonus points and stuff. Like, it's very hard to manually score bowling. Could have told you it was hard to score if you were a bowling enthusiast, mate. It's for bloody geeks. <laughs> Freaking nerds. Anyway, last thing I've got to say is there's a Kedron skate track. I imagine it's like BMX. Uh, no one wrote in about that or much else. So should we talk about the sexual proclivities of the suburb, Henry? Does Kedron... Fuck. Well, my instinct was to say no, but this whole thing about Brooke being sexy has kind of swung me. So I'm going to say Kedron fucks because it has a Brooke. I'm going to say Kedron fucks because I like the name Brooke and I think it's hot mm. and Kedron and that- Brooke. And if you're listening and your name is Brooke, um, I'm Good in a relationship. Stop messaging me. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. All right, Henry. It is freestyle time. It's that time it is of the, the moment. Our fans have all been waiting for. Let me navigate away from the cast of Garfield the movie to bring up the people who have bought tickets to our show since we started recording. At the famously ripe time for freestyle rapping of nine minutes to ten on a Wednesday night. All right. First up, Martha Wayne. Okay, isn't that the name of Batman's <laughs> yeah, mum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was pissing myself. And then uh, Sylvia actually bought it. Uh, uh, I'm, oh, not so do, not... I'm not going to do a freestyle to Martha Wayne. No, I feel like we've... No, I feel like the Waynes have had enough coverage yeah. in that. All in right. Isabella Burnup. You ready? Yeah. Isabella. Isabel burning. Isabel burning me up. World is turning. Yeah, you gotta eat your vegetables. You eat a turnip, but you know one bitch. Yeah, she's gonna turn up. Her name? What? Isabel Burnup. Right. Uh, you start the next one. Lizzie Delaney. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're having a laugh with John Mulaney, but you think eh, eh, it's all same samey, and also I don't know about him having that baby. I want to see something better. How about Brisbane Spectacular with a Lizzie Delaney? Yeah. Should and drive- also, could I say? Yeah. Lizzie. Lizzie, more like Brizzy, because she loves her city and she's keeping it busy. Yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie, she's not giving it a missy. <laughs> She'll drive you crazy. Name is Delaney. I'll see you later if I'm there early, maybe. Yeah, she ain't no Higgins because she ain't going to missy. Mm, I'll She'll get the 11 there. digits from your mother for a dollar tomorrow. It's <laughs> a line. <laughs> All right, you fucking bitch. I got people. (laughs) You think this guy's a gangster? His real name is Clarence. (laughs) Organic freestyle rap. Chris Headley. I feel like I could go and sing some sort of medley, but instead I'm going (laughs) to wrap it out for Chris Headley. Uh, I want to tuck him up tight into Bedley. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you heard what I said, Lee. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I could get married to this show. I want to be Wedley. I want to... I'm jonesing for some comedy. Like, my first name is Leslie. There you go. That was good. I, I don't have a woman to spoon in my bedley. So someone get me my toy. Yo, where's my Tedley? 
Mm. Before I see all redly, let's calm it down with Chris. Give it a miss. I'll be there in town. Chris Headley, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Fridge. Good man. <laughs> and Thanks finally, great man. And finally, Patrick Huey. Oh, mate. <laughs> Who wants to come and have a skewy? If it gets a bit loose, we'll have a fucking shooey. We'll be drinking all night like fooey, uh, fooey, moy, moy. Yeah. We'll be <laughs> drinking all night with Pat Huey. Our body's distended like we're a fat bluey. The dog's crazy. The bitch is back. If Pat's in the town, you better watch your crack. <laughs> What's your crack? What's he going to get up a party? <laughs> what's Pat Huey going to do? He's going to come and say, hey, it's me, hoi hoi, Patrick Huey, moi moi. Love it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening in. If you want Henry and I to do a freestyle rap about your name or I like this content, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do more of this, whether we'll freestyle rap or a little, you know, Something. You know um, if you buy if you buy tickets, we could just easily whack them up on the Instagram story. That's easy to do. That's true. But do- I reckon you're gonna need to time your run because we'll have windows where you know buy a ticket and we'll do this. But to be honest, I would willingly do a freestyle rap for every single person who buys a ticket to our show and put it on our story. Um, well, this was fun. Ba- based on sales so far, <laughs> we're gonna have to do a lot of raps. <laughs> Gonna be, it's going to be Subway. It's going to be All Subway right. in this place. All right. Uh, Brightside, 1st of April. We'll see you there. Thanks for tuning in uh, to listen to the Kedron episode. Anything more from you, H? Should we go to bed? I need to go to bed. I've got a very yep. sore elbow and And a very early so. start. Oh, yeah. i got to do another bloody show in the morning, don't I? The other oh, show. So true. The other one. You should just get on the air like, uh, it's one minute past nine in Townsville and Headley, Headley, do it like a medley. Oh, what the fuck? Damn it. Hey. <laughs> I reckon that'd blow some socks off in North Queensland. Yeah, too right. Anyway, that's it from us. See you guys. Have a great week. Look after yourselves.